You're listening to the Communicate with Confidence podcast with me, your host, Luke Maxwell. This podcast is dedicated to helping you build your confidence, increase your communication skills, and implement practical business strategies. In this episode number 27, we're talking about handling the mic. And you might think, I can handle a mic. It, please, it's much more complicated than you might think. Mic, the mic, when you're holding a mic, when you're speaking, that is your, that is your tool. That is the thing that is projecting your voice to everybody. Nobody can hear you if you can if you don't handle the mic well. It, it's actually rather, it's, it's astonishing. Like you could be an amazing speaker. You could have the best content, but if you don't hold the mic right, then your speech is worthless. Think about that for a second. Think about it. So I wanna, I've seen so many, so many problems with people holding the mic and I made those same mistakes too, don't get me wrong. Holding the mic is actually one of my biggest challenges as a speaker and I mean, of course, and it used to be a huge problem with me when I first started speaking, but now I've gotten to a point where I said, okay, I'm, I'm pretty good, <laughs> I'm pretty good. Very rarely now will I actually mess up and do things with the mic, which we'll get into. So first of all, there's three types of mics. So I'm gonna go over each type of mic and we're gonna go into how to use it properly and different ways that you can practice and you can you can get used to um, using it and build it a habit. The first mic, the most common mic is just the regular handheld one, you know? And the thing with this mic is that the sensitivity matters a lot. And with all the mics it does, but especially with this one. Because you have the most control over where this mic goes. You have you can have it as far away from your mouth as you want, as far as your arms can reach. And so this is why this matters a lot. And because if you're like me, you like moving your hands a lot. Even when I'm recording this podcast, you can't see my hands, but they are moving all over the place right now. And so if you're the type of person to move their hands a lot, this is going to be extremely important for you because here's the problem is that, and this was my problem. This was one of my biggest challenges was I move my hands a lot. And so when I moved my hand to say I'm holding the mic with my right hand, when I move my left hand and I express myself, my right hand would move too. And so, and my right hand would dip and I'd start, my arm would just start to dip away from my mouth and slowly over time, my speech the mic would get farther and farther and farther away from my mouth, which is not good because then people stop hearing me. Here's what I recommend. The first thing, especially if you notice this is a big problem for you, the first thing is to always do a mic test before you speak, always. And if for some reason you cannot do a mic test, watch the person introduce you, use it, whoever uses that mic before you, watch them, watch how far away it is from their mouth, and then see, okay, are they holding it too close or holding it too far? Can I hear them? Because the problem is that when you're up there on the stage speaking, it's really difficult to judge whether you're speaking loud enough or not. You can do it, don't get me wrong, but it's a lot easier to do when you're actually sitting in the audience or you're sitting over on the side waiting to speak. If you absolutely can't, if you absolutely, there's no way to do any kind of pretest then spend the, your introduction, say something casual, you know, um, before going into your speech, do a subtle mic test. Don't go like mic test, you know, testing this, can you hear me in the back? I mean, 
you can it's it but there's a lot better way to do it one way is simply say oh it's great to be here in name state name city name place the event how are y'all doing tonight um so glad to be here and then you can get into your speech but the thing is while you're speaking you should be moving the mic around holding as close to your mouth as possible and seeing, okay, is it too loud? Is it? And then looking at the people, look at the people in the back of the room and see, are they trying to hear? Are they looking confused? Or are, are the people, or are the people wincing because it's too loud? Utilizing both your own ears and saying, wow, this is really loud. And looking at the people, especially the people in the back of the room, that's your best way. If you absolutely can't do any kind of mic test before, and even, and honestly, even when, you're speaking, you should be doing that in the first few minutes because when you do a mic test, the room's usually empty. The room should be empty when you do it. So it's going to sound different than when you are actually giving your talk. So that that should be your introduction. You should be paying attention to, okay, how's my audience reacting? And that's another reason why your introduction should be close to memorized. Your introduction should be on point. You should know exactly what you're going to say First of all, because it is your opportunity to hook. It is your opportunity to engage the audience, to get them to listen to you. It needs to be smooth. But also, that way you can do other things while you're giving your introduction. You can pay attention to the room. You can pay attention. You can get a feel for the stage. You can see, you know, how far you can walk. You can get, you can feel the room and the event. And then, and then you can actually go into your talk. Some, most might, I'll tell you right now. Most mics that I've used have been not sensitive enough to where you're basically kissing it. You're basically kissing the mic. And here's the thing is that when you're practicing your talk, practice your introduction and then record yourself while holding like a pencil or something, you know, something you're pretending to be a mic. Watch yourself and see, okay, wow, I'm moving my hand a lot. Then do it again. Record yourself. Try not to move your hand. Focus on not moving your hand. Watch yourself again. See, are you doing better? You probably will be. And then you build up that habit of just holding the mic still. Now, with a handheld mic, you can also switch hands. Don't be afraid to switch hands. I do it all the time, especially when I'm gesturing in directions. When I'm saying my left and my right, or I'm using comparisons like life and death, I switch the mic in my hand so that way I can gesture and my arms can demonstrate and can supplement what I'm talking about and can bring a visual aspect to the table because I don't use PowerPoint. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of PowerPoints at all. And we'll get into that. Don't worry. I, I'm planning the episode right now on how to speak with PowerPoints. Let's move on to the next one. The next um, type, which is the second most common that I've encountered, is just... The um, stand, just the mic that's built in, the mic that's just in the podium that you cannot move, you, right? It's just stuck there. Here's the thing with that. This is the biggest mistake I see made with this. First of all, these mics tend to be uh, more sensitive, so you don't have to be kissing the mic in this regard because it's farther away, so it's made to be more sensitive so it can capture your audio good. Again, do the same thing that we talked about with the whole mic test, do the mic test, um, look at the audience, see how they're reacting, see if they're looking confused because they can't hear what you're saying. Well, the biggest thing with this is to remember that your voice largely travels in one direction, like a line. So a picture of your mouth, right? Your voice travels in a line. Of course, I mean, it doesn't actually just travel in a straight line, but 
Think about it for right now. Just have that image in your mind, right? Your voice travels in a straight line from your mouth. Now, imagine now you have three points. You, the mic, and then the audience, all in a line. But what happens if you if you turn your head to look at the left of the audience or the right of the audience? That line of your voice is no longer in line with the microphone. So what happens is your voice goes out. <laughs> Nobody can hear you. So when you want to look to the right and the left, which I, I mean, you could, you should be, you should be expressive. You shouldn't just be standing there looking straight ahead. You have to actually turn your body. So that way your voice is traveling right through the microphone. Your voice should always be traveling right through the microphone to where you're trying to speak. So you have to actually move your body. And I'm actually doing this with my mic right now is I'm looking to the left and I moved my body. So that way my voice is traveling right through my microphone. Cause this is what happens if I don't. I'm here talking and then I just turn to the left and I'm here talking and then I just turn to the right. You see what happened is that you could still hear me, but my voice went out. You couldn't hear me as well. And when you're dealing with a big crowd in a big room, this matters a lot because you're going to have a large amount of people that isn't going to hear what you're about to say. And then we come to the, the microphone, like either a lav mic where it's attached to your shirt or the over the ear microphone. I'm not sure if there's a technical name for it. It probably is. I'm not aware of it. But the over the ear microphone, you know, that just sits right by your mouth. Now, with this one is great because you don't have to you don't have to worry about it. It's already set. The sensitivity is up. The one thing you have to remember is to keep projecting. You have to keep projecting. And even when, and I'm going to give you this tip right now, because I feel it fits right here. Even when you're whispering, you should be projecting. Now, right now, so I'm going to show you this. I'm going to show you this right exactly what I'm talking about. So this is me projecting. I am projecting right now. I am making sure my voice is heard into the mic. Now, this is me just talking normally. I'm just talking, you know, blah, 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 blah. That's just me talking normally. Right? This is me projecting. Now, look at a whisper. So I'm going to whisper. And whisper, right? It's great to, you know, bring them in. You know, create more intimate feel to let them know, like, this is serious and to tug on their emotions. It's great. So here's when it comes to whispering. And I actually just kind of did it. Like, just naturally, I just kind of did it. If you noticed it. Let's try that again. Let's look back. So when you're talking, you're talking, you're talking, you're projecting. But then you want to go to a whisper and you want to let the audience lean forward and feel. See, what I'm doing right now is I'm projecting a whisper. I'm projecting, but I'm keeping my voice, my volume low. It's a weird thing that, I mean, I'm not even sure like how your vocal cords do it, but it's amazing. So this is me projecting a whisper. This is me just whispering right now. See the difference? It's completely different, right? The difference is you can see it. So that is a real example of how, of, how, of how you need to use, especially this kind of mic, because with a handheld mic, you can move it closer, you can move it farther away. Like for example, with my mic, I can move closer and I can whisper and you can hear me better, or I can move far away and I can speak louder and you can hear that I'm speaking louder, but it's not blowing your eardrums out. With this kind of mic, you need to be careful because you can't make that adjustment. So if you start yelling, you're going to you're gonna actually hurt their ears. And if you just whisper, no one's going to be able to hear you. So it's important to keep that projection up. That projection the same is just the volume and the tone down or up. What do you think? <laughs> I hope this made sense to you. Um, it, it gets, you have to actually do it. You have to do it. You have to practice. That's going to be the best thing that's going to help you. 
and reading the audience. Reading the audience is going to be so important for you mastering this. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Communicate with Confidence podcast. Show notes and more will be at lukedmaxwell.com slash podcast. I'll see you tomorrow. And remember to always look on the positive side of things. Yeah.